0: Dubai I
1: 103.8.
2: 103.8. COVID 19, uh, the novel coronavirus, which is making so many headlines at the moment. Uh, headlines that are being addressed right here on Dubai I and by the ARN News team. But headlines that are being sort of mixed at the moment with regards to fake news gossip uh, and some of the uh, stories that are doing the rounds on social media platforms but also on whatsapp groups and amongst friends as well one of them is very concerning for us it's one that we picked up our, in the air and news team yesterday and has been circulated uh, amongst the news team to ensure that this is a message that gets out to all pet lovers all pet owners and otherwise uh, we've been getting messages from unknown sources About people wanting to get rid of their pets over fears of contracting COVID 19. Now, this is just fundamentally wrong and absolutely ridiculous. But it is happening out there at the moment. Uh, Where are these messages coming from? Where are these rumours and gossip being um, originated? It remains to be seen. But people are obviously spreading fake news out there about the fact uh, of getting rid of your pets to protect yourselves from contracting COVID-19. The fact that it is happening means we need to address it and hopefully um uh, stop it as soon as we can to that end let's get a quick thoughts from uh, the uh, amity veterinary veterinary clinic here in dubai dr sam westhead joins us live on the line sam appreciate your time this morning so let's just address um the elephant in the room here should pet owners be concerned about contracting covid19 from their pets good morning
3: to you uh, in a word no absolutely not um I'll give you three organisations which have categorically stated there is no evidence that pets can either contract COVID-19 or give it to human beings. The World Organization for Animal Health, the British Veterinary Association and the World Small Animal Veterinary Association all state that there is no risk to or from uh, animals uh, for contracting uh, COVID-19.
2: We said from the off, Sam, that it seemed ridiculous. Thankfully, you've confirmed that. Why? Why do you think these these rumours are circulating, and why are there some people uh, who feel that they need to circulate these sort of rumours?
3: I, you know, I don't know. It puzzles me. And I talked to uh, the owner of the clinic this morning, Mister Neville. Um, social media, and and it unfortunately makes everybody an expert, and few people these days are prepared to listen to the experts. So. If they simply listened to what the professionals or the experts within the field had to say about it, there would be no problem. But they prefer to just go on social media and do their own inverted commas research.
2: In terms of the advice to pet owners out there, if there are any concerns uh, at the moment, and I understand that this is obviously an evolving uh, concern at the moment, uh, concern for themselves, concern also for their pets. What's the advice from the veterinary uh, industry at the moment to seek more advice?
3: Uh, well, we're always open to uh, advice to people. And if people come in and ask for it, we're more than happy to give it. And hopefully their veterinary surgeons will be uh, knowledgeable and well read enough about the subject. But, but as far as any protection is concerned, it, it always just boils down to ensuring hand washing um, and, and, and uh, biosecurity in that way. We, we're certainly not advising using face masks when handling animals. We don't. And I certainly don't. Um, introducing new pets into a household uh, well that's a different matter and that's certainly something that your vet will be able to advise on whether whether that involves blood testing or screening or isolation beforehand um, but but no it, for us as vets and, and the advice from the British Veterinary Association is that it's business as usual no change at all
2: And again, we are getting reports of uh, a number of individuals, pet owners or otherwise, changing their lifestyles at the moment, changing their routines, uh, not willing to go out as readily as before. Would it also be uh, a good opportunity for us to mention to all pet owners out there not to impact on the lifestyle of their uh, their pets and especially their daily exercise?
3: Ah, yeah, absolutely. Again, I would reiterate, no change at all. There's no increased risk uh, just because this is a, uh, an endemic, possibly pandemic uh, problem in human beings. Don't change your habits, folks. Uh, it, it's not an issue as far as your pets are concerned and certainly not an issue as far as your health is concerned at home or your family.
2: Sam, really appreciate it. I know you've got a busy schedule today, so really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much indeed to you and all the team down at Amity uh, Veterinary Clinic right here in Dubai. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Dr. Sam Westhead joining us live on the line from the Amity Veterinary Clinic in Dubai. Our thanks to Sam. And we're now joined in studio by two um, uh, individuals uh, who will, of course, comment more, but also give us their expertise in this respective field. Um, Pet owners concerned over COVID-19, ridiculous, as we heard there from Dr. Sam Westhead. And I'm sure that our two special guests will concur uh they are a belinda prince from canine friends belinda thank you so much indeed for being with us thank you very much and we're joined also by carol and Geldenhays, who is the founder of kitty snip again thank you for being with us
0: thank you nice to be here
2: belinda first and foremost these rumors your reaction to them
1: it's a real shame to hear those kind of rumors going around but there is absolutely no truth in the fact that um you can cross contaminate covid19 between humans and your pets um, we've had we have a constant stream of people in Dubai wanting to give their animals up um, that doesn't change it's just yet another reason for people to potentially want to get rid of their pet dog mm. um, and it's yet another reason that is completely spurious unfortunately
2: uh, Carol is that something that you'd concur with I mean ridiculous
0: Um, I'll give you an example of fake news. Uh, Last week's report about a dog in Hong Kong testing weak positive for the coronavirus was found to be incredibly irresponsible according to many health authorities, including Jonathan Ball, who is a professor of viruses and diseases at the University of Nottingham in the United Kingdom. Experts say that this test on the dog probably picked up a bit of virus from contamination of the environment, not because the dog was infected. The coronavirus is thought to have come originally from East Asian fruit bats. So mm. unless you have one of those as a pet... I think you're pretty safe. You
2: haven't seen many of those no, around in my time here. But <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not something we commonly, yeah, commonly deal with. commonly coming into the clinics at the moment. But um, uh, in terms of, uh, let's address the, the, the cat uh, owners out yes. there at the moment. What are their concerns? I mean, there's nothing wrong with people uh, ringing yes. up and asking for advice. What are the concerns? I'm
0: actually glad you asked that question because one of the first things a lot of people do ask us when they want to adopt a cat is what Germs or diseases yeah. can this cat carry? And I love to try and compare human to human germs and diseases and viruses versus a cat to a human. Um, and what I say to them is that viruses and germs are transferred directly from person to person through body fluids, breathing in germs that are released into the air or contact with skin or touching a surface that's covered with germs. For example, a door handle or standing close to someone in a lift or on a plane, even speaking to somebody, their little molecules of... Um, Fluid that comes from the mouth can cover you And some of the most common uh, diseases And viruses you can pick up from another human Are the common cold The flu, strep throat Gastroenteritis, conjunctivitis Fifth disease Chickenpox, measles Rubella, mumps Scarlet fever, ringworm Head lice, tuberculosis Hepatitis B Hepatitis it? et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) (laughs) And then we go to animals and we say, okay, what are the most common viruses that you can pick up from a cat? And obviously number one would be rabies. That's everybody's biggest fear. Um, But that is not a problem in the UAE. Since 2000, there's only been one recorded case of uh, uh, rabies. And even that, there wasn't 100% confirmation that this gentleman had got it in the UAE. He could have brought it when he came across uh, in the States, there's only been one to three people die per year of rabies. And since 2000 in the UK, only four people have died from rabies. And that was thought of being through being bitten by a bat. Mm. Um, uh, the UAE, like most countries, is that every year your animal is vaccinated and one of the vaccinations they do get is rabies. And if you're traveling with your pet, they may not leave a country or enter a country if they have not had the vaccination for rabies. Mm. So that has been controlled very well worldwide. The second thing would be ringworm. Your cat can give you ringworm. That's a small little uh, dry piece of uh, skin that's flaky and itchy. Yeah. Uh, and the way you can get rid of that is by using an antifungal cream. But guess what? You can get ringworm from another human as well. In fact, there are different types of fungal infections that you can get from a fellow human. For example, athlete's foot. Um, you, you, ringworm usually only affects person whose immune system is down at that time. Then the third thing is Uh Humans most commonly become infected through eating undercooked or raw meat or by unknowingly consuming contaminated soil on unwashed or uncooked vegetables. Yeah. Uh, Yes, it can be dangerous to a pregnant woman if she comes into direct contact with the feces, as in touching them. Uh, But the way to prevent that is to ensure that the litter box is changed daily. The Toxoplasma parasite takes five days to develop. And I don't have one person who leaves a cat box uh, dirty for five days. Uh, If you have not got somebody else to clean the sandbox for you, then you just wear a pair of disposable gloves. And you can clean it that way. And then like anything else, you just wash your hands afterwards with soap and water. Mm. In the 20 years that I've been working and rescuing cats, I've yet to see one person that has contacted yeah. this that is pregnant i'm not saying it doesn't exist but it's so so low so these
2: are just some of the concerns that yes. need to be uh, uh allayed by 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 organizations such as yourself belinda yes. same sort of question to you for for, for for dog lovers out there for dog owners as well what are the i mean the concerns change you mentioned at the beginning in our conversation that the these concerns have always been there we've always had a battle uh, convincing people to hold on to their dogs not to abandon their absolutely
1: dogs.
2: has it changed though in light of the coronavirus
1: We haven't directly been contacted by people wishing to give up their dogs because of coronavirus. But we haven't seen any drop in people wanting to give up their dogs either. They don't always um, give us the genuine reason Mm. when they want to give up their dog. Um, and, And our advice you know, regarding um covid-19 yeah. would be exactly the same as advice we would always give in maintaining good hygiene um with yourselves and with all pets in a house yeah. um you know, all dogs should be vaccinated annually against the main canine diseases, and you, as a pet owner, should be washing your hands after, you are know, picking up after your dog, grooming your dog, and interacting in that way. And um, that's common sense. It's advice we would always give. And to be honest, nothing has changed. Mm. There is no increased risk now um, from your dog for any reason to do with COVID nineteen.
2: This is the agenda with Tom Urquhart on
1: Dubai I 103.8.
2: So there are some suggestions worrying ridiculous suggestions out there at the moment that pet owners are being encouraged to get rid of their pets to prevent themselves from contracting COVID-19 in the event that they ever should that is. Um, This has been categorically denied by a number of sources as we heard from our resident vet little earlier on but also the WHO the World Health Organization who said at present there is no evidence that companion uh, animals pets such as dogs or cats can be infected with the new coronavirus however it is always a good idea to wash your hands with soap and water after contact with pets this protects you against various common bacteria uh, and that can pass between pets and humans. Even the KHDA in the last couple of days have been uh, tweeting that pets are safe and so hopefully we've done our bit to try and allay any of those concerns and fears if not uh, then worry not because help is at hand we have carol helden he's from kitty snip and belinda prince both in studio with us Uh, belinda which is finished there about some of the talking about some of the concerns that you are um uh, taking at the moment from people getting in touch i mean dare we say it and i you can't sort of point the finger but Given the fact that this is something that we're all too aware of with pets being abandoned here, is there the risk of people using something like COVID as an excuse?
1: Definitely. Unfortunately, definitely true. Um, if if people have made the decision that their pet no longer fits into their lifestyle for whatever reason, this could easily be just another excuse to try and justify uh, making that decision to abandon the dog. Um, to be honest, we're, we like it when people do contact us about you know any concerns they have because then we can address them. And there's quite often a solution for people if they're relocating, for example. Yeah. We can give them advice on how to relocate with their dog. Um, If they've got changes in their lifestyle, there's changes that that dogs can quite happily adjust to if we're allowed to advise people. Um, What we desperately don't want to happen is that the dog just gets abandoned on the streets or in the desert. So, you know, we would encourage anybody to contact us if they've got any concerns um, regarding their dog's welfare, whether it's to do with COVID-19 or anything and um, there 's advice there there 's help that can be given um, and there 's other there 's plenty of organizations here who can help people relocate with a dog, finding um, pet friendly accommodation and for many many reasons that people might think they have to give up their dog and mm. often they just don 't if they can if they 're given the right advice.
2: Uh, Carol, we often see when it comes to abandonment of pets, bit dogs or, of course, uh, cats otherwise, uh, and others, is that it, it is something that people think about for a while and it becomes their sort of last solution, if you like, before they get in the plane or they relocate or whatever. Given the the... the- for want of a better word, panic or the misinformation that's doing the rounds at the moment, is: do we run the risk as well of people having a knee-jerk reaction when it comes to their pet, not just from a, a sort of caring point of view, but also from an economic and financial point of view? Because if people are starting to be a bit concerned about their cost of living, etc., invariably and sadly, it's often the pets that are the first to bear that brunt.
0: You're quite correct. Um, the one thing we try to do um, when we do get our cats adopted is to find out if they can afford To take their pets with them We obviously do um, advertise them That from the moment you adopt a, a pet Be it a cat or a dog That you start putting X amount away a month Okay. Uh, so that when the time comes to travel That you can take your animal with you We're also very open about exactly how much it costs To go to the different countries um, when, when you leave Dubai But some people will leave it till the last moment I mean we had an incident um, A few days ago Where somebody walked into one of the animal uh, organizations with a pet rabbit and said, we're on our way to the airport now. We're not taking this rabbit with us. So we leave in it here. We don't care what you say or do. Got in the car and off they went to the Mm. airport. Um, People are always looking for reasons to get rid of the animals because they take them on when they're cute and small and fluffy. And then as they get bigger and the responsibility becomes bigger, they don't want them any longer. And then sadly, the worst thing that happens is they dump them. They're thinking, well, it's a cat it can survive on the street. There are many, many cats surviving on the street. But there's a difference between a feral cat surviving on the street who was born on that street and grew up on the street than a cat that was given a home, shelter, and was fed, you know, daily. Yeah. Uh, cats are very territorial. So when they dump their cat into wherever they do to an area, that cat will never survive in that area because it's the – you know, it's the – it's the survival of the fittest. Yeah. So he will get chased out that area and he will just keep moving for area to area until his little body gives up and he collapses and, and dies. By the time we find the ones that we do find, and unfortunately we don't find many, their kidneys have packed in, uh, their systems have started to close down, and they're in a terrible, terrible condition. And you just wish you could go to that owner and say, This is what's happened to the little animal that you promised to take on as part of your family and that you've abandoned. <laughs>
2: In the past, uh, Belinda, we've heard about the, the the role of microchips and they're becoming more and more um, readily used in pets and things like that. But is that is that is, is that changing the numbers at all? Is it
1: having any impact? Um, unfortunately, no. I mean, Dubai's had very strict laws about um, all pet dogs having microchips for many years now. Yeah. But we've not seen a, a decrease in the number of dogs being abandoned. Um the microchips are registered um, with the vets and with the municipality, and it is a legal requirement here in Dubai. Um, but unfortunately, it, doesn't, it still doesn't stop people if they're leaving the country there is no comeback, unfortunately. Mm.
2: Same with that? Yeah, Yeah. exactly the same.
0: I mean, we track a lot of the microchips down to the owners that are already gone overseas and they say, well, what are you going to do about it? Uh, We picked up a little cat the other day that had been shot in the leg with a pellet gun and I managed to track the the owners down overseas and the operation was going to cost about 5,000 dirhams to have the leg amputated and they offered to pay for that. And the saddest thing was that they could have taken the cat with them to the UK money. for cheaper than what they were prepared to pay to have their little leg amputated.
1: Yeah, unfortunately it's seen as um, it's one more thing to think of when people relocate yeah. and they don't plan far enough advance in many instances. Um, you know, if you you know for the price of a cup of coffee a week, if you just put that aside for a few years while you're in Dubai, you can generally very take true, your pet yeah. with you. There's very few circumstances and very few countries where you genuinely cannot relocate with your dog or cat.
2: Uh, Ladies, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much indeed for uh, putting those rumours to bed. I can't let you go, though, without uh, a little plug for both of your organisations. How do people get in touch? And I think that's one thing that uh, our conversation this morning has reiterated. Look, if in doubt, there is nothing wrong with getting in touch. It's better uh, to speak to uh, Belinda or, of course, Carol or any of their teams before you come to any decision to help them um, influence that decision or certainly talk you through that decision as well. Uh, So, Belinda, to that end, any events coming up, uh, any interaction that is available for canine friends uh, in the coming weeks?
1: Absolutely. Um, Follow us on social media, go onto our Facebook page. We always um, publish any events that are coming up, whether that's a dog walk or a training session. It's always up there and on our website to give us a call if you want to come in and walk one of our dogs. That's always a, a fun option if you if you've got a morning free, come and re- borrow a dog for the morning. You can take them out for a walk, um, check out some dog friendly places around Dubai. Um, um,
2: so that and, and, and just canine friends. They just search for canine K-9 friends. friends. Yep find out all the latest there for Kitty Snip, Carol how do people get in wow, touch I'm
0: so glad you asked we have our adoption days every Friday at the Dubai Garden Centre yeah. from 11 o'clock till 5 o'clock um, and on the 6th and on the 20th we will be holding it at the uh, garden centre as well as the pet shop which is just a few doors down from the garden centre so if you're looking to adopt please come and see us but if you're looking to give your cat away please don't come and see us <laughs> we have a full house at the moment you can also contact us on Kitty at G gmail.com that's kitty with a k kitty Snip at gmail.com if you're interested in adopting a cat or on kittysnip adoptions on our facebook page
2: bless you carol and belinda thank you very much indeed for coming in thank, thank you, you very you. much for having us uh,
0: this is dubai i 103.8